Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. And this episode, we are covering a simple but useful recipe you'll probably use time and time again. Good old-fashioned mayonnaise. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. I am your gracious host, Marge, and I'm so thankful that you're here and that you're listening. And I hope you enjoyed this recipe because it is a good one. A lot of people are intimidated by making something like mayonnaise, but once you start doing it and realize how easy it is, you'll probably use this recipe over and over again because it's so fantastic. So before I get into this week's episode, I just want to say a big shout out to anybody living in New York State at the time of this recording. uh, I guess it's been made legal within the last week or two, I think, in New York, and that's pretty exciting. So welcome to the ranks of legal states and countries. It's going to be a real game changer and hopefully all those states in the U.S. who are still patiently awaiting their turn at the legalization table. Hopefully that's coming for you soon as well. And speaking of legalization, it's funny how I work in this dispensary, as many of you know, and there's still so many people that come in and it blows their mind that they can just come in and buy weed and put it on a credit card or pay, pay with their debit card or whatever the case might be. And they still have that feeling of like, having to look over their shoulder when when they're purchasing weed or bringing it out to their car or, you know, there's still that feeling because for so many years, for many people, it was illegal and it's something you really had to be careful so that you didn't get in trouble for it. Well, in the last week or so, I had my own little fright. It was sort of self-imposed, but I had been enjoying some edibles. I was probably uh, taste testing something in the kitchen and I had a really nice buzz going probably a little earlier in the day than I normally do because I find if I ingest edibles too early in the day, sometimes I don't get much else done. And, you know, I'm always trying to get lots of things done. I'm a busy woman, but I had been enjoying these and making the most of my afternoon. And I was just minding my own business, doing something. And I heard a knock at the door. And I thought, well, that's weird. And I, f- I feel as though we are in an age where anytime somebody knocks at the door, your heart sort of skips a beat when you're not expecting it. Like it's one thing if you know your pal from down the street's coming over for whatever, although not that that's been happening too much lately. But in any case, when you know somebody's expected, it's one thing. But when you have that unexpected knock at the door, your heart sinks a little bit. And of course, I take a peek out the window because I'm upstairs and they're downstairs and it's a police officer. I'm like, holy shit. I am way too high to deal with police officers right now. And of course, my heart starts beating like a million miles a minute. I'm panicking. I'm like, I'm so high. I'm not sure what to do. I call my husband who wasn't at home at the time. I was alone at the house. So that also meant that I had to deal with them myself. I couldn't just send somebody else to the door to deal with them. So I make my way down to the door. I tried taking a little bit of CBD orally. I always have CBD oil. Um, 
in my possession because that stuff is so useful. It's great to have on hand. So I try taking some of that because that's something I often do. If I'm interviewing somebody for this podcast in particular, even though I've spoken to these people before and we've usually had a lot of conversations leading up to the interview, I always get nervous. So I always take a little bit of CBD beforehand to sort of calm my nerves. It's just, it's not logical, but it's what my body likes to do. So in any case, I try that. It's not really working. Not that I have too much time to to deal with that, but I answer the door and they're looking for somebody in particular. It happens to be the tenant in our basement apartment. And of course, it's nothing urgent. They're not in trouble. They're not in trouble legally or anything like that, but they had to talk to them about something. And my mouth is so dry. My heart's still beating. I'm like, they can probably tell I'm so high. And it was just a reminder, like, for most of my life, I, of course, especially when I was smoking a lot as a teenager, you was always like, wanting to avoid the police because they could get you in trouble and they could really make your life hell if you get into into legal trouble for cannabis. And even though I'm an adult woman in the in my 40s, and weed is completely legal, and I have nothing to worry about, my instinctual reaction is complete and utter panic. So I did speak with them. Everything was fine. It was no big deal, but it still didn't stop my heart from feeling it was like beating at 200 beats per minute. And I'm pretty grateful that I don't have to really actually worry about anything. And so for those of you who are still waiting to have enjoy legalization in wherever it is that you live, I am sending out all the good weed vibes so that that can happen sooner rather than later, because it is a a right that everyone should be able to enjoy because God, it's a plant that grows in the ground. And, you know, historically speaking, there's never been a single person who has died from consuming cannabis. And I know I'm preaching to the converted here, although I'm sure many of you like myself have experienced an edibles high where you got way too fucked up. And that of course can make you feel like you're dying or perhaps wish that you were dying so that the the panic and, and whatnot would end. But in any case, we all know, maybe not in that moment, but Cannabis should be legal for all, and I really hope that it is that way very soon. Things are changing, and things are changing quickly, so have hope. If you're in one of those places where you're still waiting for legalization, it's coming. It's coming. With all these places coming on board with legalization, it's just a matter of time. So let's get into, after that little little story of the time I got way too high and had to talk to the the cops, um, mayonnaise. Have you ever tried making mayonnaise? If you have, you probably know how easy it is and what a versatile recipe it is to make. And mayonnaise that you buy in the grocery store is very different. It has a whole ton of recipe or ingredients in it rather that you probably shouldn't be consuming. There are usually high amounts of canola oil and and in particular, I find even when you look for the olive oil based mayonnaises in the grocery store, they are almost always a blend a blend of olive oil and canola oil. And yeah, if you're somebody who's trying to stay away from some of those types of vegetable fats, which are known to be not very good for you and can cause a lot of inflammation in the body, store-bought mayonnaise is probably not the place you want to start. Now, there are, of course, exceptions, and I could probably list a couple in the show notes for those of you who are interested. There are a couple of avocado oil-based mayonnaises that I do buy at the store because they don't contain any of those other canola oils, sunflower oil, soybean oil types of oils in them, and they'll be just 
avocado oil and they taste great. So there's a couple of those brands um, that I would definitely recommend. But when you're buying those oils, the small jar of that stuff is like uh, $14 Canadian. So whatever that conversion is to wherever you live, but needless to say, it's expensive. It's an expensive mayonnaise to buy and olive oil to make it home is so much cheaper in comparison and it lasts quite a long time. So this recipe is simple and useful, as I said, because not only that, but homemade mayonnaise is something that you can use for all kinds of purposes. Yes, of course, it's fantastic for adding onto a sandwich and adding some nice flavor to sandwiches. You could use it for potato salad. You can use it to make coleslaw. There's salad dressings that are mayonnaise-based. There are dips, spicy mayos, like all kinds of things you can do with it. If you're unsure whether you're going to use enough of the olive oil or sorry, of the mayonnaise that you're going to be making, start it with a half batch and see how it goes. See how quickly you use it. Um, the nice thing about making your own mayonnaise is that it only has five ingredients. And once you have most of these ingredients on hand, you can make mayonnaise over and over and over again. Um, with only having to pick up a couple extra items, but most people have things like eggs on hand. If you have eggs on hand and oil, you can make olive oil or mayonnaise. Sorry, I keep wanting to say that. Um, when you make it yourself, it does last. It says I'm using a Vitamix recipe. This is the one I tend to go back to over and over again because I've, I've done it so many times now. And when I have homemade mayonnaise in the fridge, even my husband goes for that over the store-bought stuff like the Hellman's or whatever that that is in the fridge. I personally hardly ever buy store-bought mayonnaise anymore. Um, I go through phases where I eat it quite a bit and phases where I don't. But when I do, uh, when I do make it, it tends to go, it always goes faster than the other stuff because the flavor is really good too. So there's that. Now, um, so it can last, it says two to four weeks. It's probably going to depend on the age of your eggs. The eggs are probably like the little volatile factor in this one. But if you're using store-bought pasteurized eggs, it's going to last, the, the olive oil is going to last for upwards of a month. So just may, try not to make more than you think you'll use. You can do a half batch of this recipe. This infused mayonnaise, I did a half batch instead. But if you're confident you're going to use it all up or you live in a household where there's lots of people enjoying edible or infused um food items, then by all means, a full batch is probably good for you as well. Now, the one thing you have to keep in mind, and that is the eggs themselves should be at room temperature when you go to make this olive oil. Now, this is just an observation I've had from making this recipe like numerous times, because I found I think the first couple of times I wasn't getting very good results, I would make this olive oil, and it would turn out so or I keep saying olive oil, I would make this mayonnaise, and it would always it would turn out so runny. And I was just like, why is this happening? And then I switched to leaving the eggs out. And did it say to do that in the recipe? It did not. So I'm not sure if I just saw a different mayonnaise recipe that I was trying because I have tried a few other ones from the internets that I have found. And I found the room temperature eggs is was the difference between runny mayonnaise and mayonnaise in the texture that you have that you know and recognize. So just have your eggs at room temperature before you make it and you should be fine. That's the only little tip. And of course you really do kind of need a blender for this one. Um, because all the ingredients are pretty much liquid, you definitely don't need a fancy blender for this. I happen to have a Vitamix. I've had it for a long time and I love it, but this is not the kind of 
recipe that calls for a high powered blender. So if you've got some little cheapy in your kitchen, it will do just fine. So basically your five ingredients are your eggs. And it says you can also use an egg substitute. It doesn't say what, but, uh, that is an option. So if you're familiar with egg substitutes, then you can always do that as well. Um, and that would make it into a vegan mayonnaise as well. Uh, and that would make it into a vegan mayonnaise if you're using an egg substitute. So you put your, so you need eggs or egg substitute. You need dry mustard. Uh, you need salt, lemon juice, and your oil. Now, the dry mustard, that's just a little tin of stuff you can get from the grocery store. Once you have that, you only use like a one and a quarter teaspoon for a full batch. And that little spice jar of mustard will last you for many, 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 many batches of mayonnaise. Salt, you're going to have on hand. Lemon juice, it doesn't need that much. I tend to keep lemon juice in my fridge all the time, not necessarily lemons. I find lemons can sometimes, if I forget about them or whatever, you pull them out to use them and they're not good anymore or or whatever. So I like to keep lemon juice in my fridge, but either would work for this. And for the oil, I use olive oil for this particular one. I just buy organic olive oil from Costco myself because they have such a good deal on that olive oil from there. As far as I can tell, it is legit olive oil. I don't know if you've ever been following some of the conspiracies in the olive oil industry in Italy, where sometimes they're using, you know, cheaper grade oils and mixing them. I don't know. There's, it's, it's a thing, but I'm pretty confident that this olive oil from Costco is as good as it says. And for the price, you can't beat it. You get two, like two one liter bottles for like like $15 or something like that. So it's fantastic, especially if you're using it for any kinds of infusions. Uh, great place to pick up your olive oil. So the trick here, though, of course, is if you listen to last week's episode on weed washing, then you would know that if you wash your weed before infusing your olive oil is going to turn out, you're not going to have a, have that weed flavor in this particular recipe. So if you end up with like a really green olive oil, because you made it in a conventional fashion, you might get some of that weedy taste in this particular recipe. So that's why I came out with that weed washing episode last week, because you can give that a shot. And it's actually a pretty simple way to wash away the things that are going to give your infusion that really strong weedy taste, but it's also a very simple decarb that's not going to stink up your house as well. So that is a great purpose for or application of the weed washing is to infuse it for an olive oil for a recipe like this mayonnaise where you really don't want that flavor shining through. So preferably use weed or use an olive oil that's been infused with washed weed if you can, because that's going to improve the flavor. And basically you put in the first four ingredients in your blender, your eggs, your mustard, your salt and lemon juice, you blend that up and then you're going to add in slowly your mayonnaise. So most of the blenders have that little thing at the top. You can take the little, the little lid off and keep blending and you just slowly pour that in and it's going to emulsify before your very eyes and it's going to be lovely. And that's essentially making mayonnaise. You pour it into a jar of some kind and you label it and put it in your fridge and voila, that's it. I know it's a lot easier than you're probably thinking. And the flavor, like I said, it might, for some people who are like really into store-bought mayonnaise, you may find that the flavor is a bit of an adjustment. 
but it is lovely. You can also use this recipe, um, you know, if you happen to have avocado oil as well, it works well with avocado oil too. Again, you're just going to want to infuse your avocado oil with the washed weed just so that it, it has that improved flavor. But the texture should come out like, you know, nice and thick. And again, so many applications you can use it for beyond just putting it on your favorite sandwiches. One of my favorite things, actually, like potato salad and coleslaw. I really do like coleslaw, actually. And I was looking at that because I bought some cabbage recently. And then it's one of those things that's been sort of sitting in my fridge. And now I'm like, oh, shit, now I got to eat it up. So coleslaw is a great way to eat up something like cabbage that's been in your fridge for a wee bit too long. But one of my favorite, favorite things ever, because because I like spices, is spicy mayo, which is pretty easy to make. And I'll find uh, I'll find a recipe online. I've looked at a couple actually recently. I'm always trying different ones. But sometimes spicy mayo can be as simple as have, taking your mayonnaise and adding some hot sauce. I mean, you don't necessarily have to get too fancy with it, but I'll see if I can find a good recipe and add that in the show notes along with the recipe for the mayonnaise and a few other items as well, just so you have something to get going with it. But I mean, the sky's the limit. Once you make mayonnaise, um, you could do the spicy mayo, but you can also make, you know, curry-based mayos. It's so good for dipping like French fries or if you're making like, you know, some kind of shrimp dish or it's endless what you can do. And it's a fantastic way to elevate your snacks or dinner or sandwich. And the other thing I might suggest here then is to not make it too powerful because mayonnaise tends to be one of those things where it's easy to overdo it. And sometimes just having that uh, lower dose just to, you know, make the day better, but without, uh, without getting you way too wrecked because, yeah, I don't know about you, but too many edibles really do relax me quite a bit to the point where I'm pretty unproductive and... I ain't got no time for that. So that's it for this week's recipe. If you have a, a suggestion for how you like to use an infused mayonnaise, I am all ears. Please feel free to send me an email to bite me podcast at fastmail.com or you can always use the speak pipe um, application as well, which is always in the show notes too. And that just allows you to leave a voice message, which is kind of fun because then I can hear your voice as you ask your question. And it's, uh, you know, it's just sort of a nice way to, to receive messages too. So yeah, if you have any recipes that you really like to use with mayo or a favorite dressing or something that you want to share, I am all ears because I am a big fan of mayonnaise. So, so I hope your week is going well, my friends. And until next week, stay high.